Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome back to part three of the Stompcast. We're in the third and final part. Uh, we're just wandering around Richmond Park now, so we'll carry on our conversation. I hope you're well. David, yes. life has probably changed quite a bit, being a father, from the younger days of New York shooting yep. modelling campaigns to, to being a dad. How does it, uh, how does it vary and what are, the, what, are the, what are the highs and lows? Uh, are there any lows of fatherhood? Of Sometimes I, I say, I discuss this with other dads, that sometimes it's the lowest of lows, and, but you get the highest of highs. Uh, it's a wonderful experience, but of course, for the first four years, you're pretty much sleep deprived and uh, you've got to fit being a father and businesses and, and uh, everything else, traveling whilst being a dad. Um, things have changed. I think we're probably the first generation of fathers as well that are actually around you know we're doing the school runs we're doing the cooking where it's things have changed since you know my father was a dad uh you know a young dad hmm. and we're you know so i think we're uh, roles have changed of course as well so um yeah we're, we're much more involved i think as dads these days um so yeah it's it's an incredible experience my i thought i don't want to spend every moment of my day with my daughters if i could i don't always say that when they wake me up at <laughs> half past four in the morning um, when you, but, especially uh, going to bed at one, I think you were saying, that's not a great sleep. No, no, no. I mean, luckily, sort of being jet-lagged for 20 years has put me in good stead to be a father, really, because just, there's just been no sleep. Is that, is that the best equivalent? Being a dad is basically a li- is lifelong I, I, jet lag. Yeah, I think, I think my other half finally found a use for me, which was I don't really sleep, so I'll, I'll do all the nights uh, with the children. So, um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's wonderful, but it does, you know, you, you know it's going to change, but you can't underestimate how much is going to change, really. Some uh, people say that, oh, you, know, you know, being a dad or whatever, you can kind of just, you can kind of mould everything in, you can still do everything the same. And it's interesting for me because I'm a, a new godfather and I'm watching my best friend with his yeah. young daughter and he's saying, actually, that that isn't really true and he's already kind of making, or he's made peace with the fact that things won't be the same as they were before. Has that been your experience I, or do I, you kind I, of fit everything in? And I do, I mean, I have to say, but I... I you know, do you have to say things? I, I, I'm probably so I'm dedicated to my children. To, so, you know, events. I haven't, I always think it was sort of the first four years of your children is this gift that you have because after that, you know, you're in the school routines, the, you know, the holidays, you don't get to see them as much. And those first four years you do. So I don't think there's no rights or wrongs as being parents. We're, it amazes me really that we, uh, out of all the things we have to do in life, you know, driving and... Uh, we all have to take lessons and go to school and educate ourselves and then parents probably one of the most responsible thing hardest things we'll have to do and the the sort of nurse checks you've got a baby seat in the car and so it goes right you're good to go and you sort of think am i am i are we good to go um and it's quite remarkable but it, yeah it's an incredible experience that's what my like uh, adam said uh, he said it's crazy because you, you the baby's born and you've done all this kind of like you know the 
getting ready for the birth and going to all these classes. Then yeah. the baby's born, and then everyone's like, here you go, get on with it. You're like, isn't <laughs> you someone going to teach me how to do this? No, it's like, no one teaches you no. how to even change a nappy. You're like no. stood there like checking which way around it is. You're, you know? you're just learning on the job, and no one's going to get that right or wrong. And I think people can be very judgmental. Uh, I think social media players have made a major play of that as well, of uh, judging everything. And uh, people... I think they're very stressed about uh, whether they're doing the right thing for their children a lot of time, the right thing of anything, because everyone is so critical. Um, Where do you sit on the old social media children and have them on social media? How much do you kind of keep them away from Well, that? none of, I mean, my private life is a completely private thing. The kids have yeah. never been on I've noticed on, that. On, on I haven't seen a photo. That, oh. um, and I will keep them off of social media as long as possible. That makes sense. If I'm totally honest. I, makes sense. I, I work with, well, I have done some work with like quite a few charities, one of them being Childline and hearing now about the amount of children. They can't, they can't take you know, the calls that are needed to talk to children. Um, I, I can't imagine, I was bullied at school. I can't even imagine now what kids being bullied at school that then bullied at home on social media. Um, listen, there's a lot of positives with social media. There's a lot of negatives and I can, I can also see from a side, you know, as well, of you don't know who you're talking to. It, you know, it can be quite scary, social media. Well, I mean, I, I know my role, I travel around the country and I speak to children, I speak to young people, and what's, you know, I was bullied at school for a period of time, I think a lot of us go through that, but, yeah. you know, I had that kind of sanctity of going home and you're safe, yeah. but we now know that the bullying that happens online is actually more damaging to their psychological development yeah. than what happens in person. Yeah. Is that your helicopter coming, picking you up? <laughs> <laughs> that would be bougie, wouldn't it? If he just like he said, I gotta go now, and yeah, and then just landed on the in, roof over there. Kind of, like, landed that, that on the, on the yeah. Have you finished renovating the the helicopter pad <laughs> on your on your roof? I wish so. No, it's it, in terms no, no, of social no, no, no. media, it is. You know, there are so many pros to it, but I think what we have to do is we have to learn to teach. We've got to teach young people how to use it safely. There are yeah. always going to be pros and cons. There's always going to be dangers on it, but I do think for young young children. There's just not a place to be online. I just think you haven't developed that nuance or ability to... Adults are addicted to it. And they're affected by it. And they're affected with their their mental... So imagine children. So imagine how it affects children. And it's uh, it's very, very difficult. I mean, the thing recently, uh, I've always said, I believe that everyone should should have an account uh, on social media where you... You have to be verified. Different verifications. And it's something that Elon Musk has got in, you know, he's kind of saying, he's not going about it the right way, but saying the same thing where if you want to comment, if you want to post, then you have to be verified. And if you're commenting and it's racist, sexist, it's you know, deemed negative, Abusive, you, yeah, you, something can be done about it. Because you can go on, you know, I've, I've, I've got I've, all my profiles are verified. People create fake profiles. They talk to people and say, "Oh, this is my private account," and so I talk to you. Oh, I have a nightmare. People have been, people day, have been yeah. conned by money. They say, "Can yeah. you donate to my charity?" And I say, oh. "That's not me." I've had it so, and again, please, like, unless someone like you know David, myself, we're going to have blue, t- like, you know, yep. I'm not being wanky, but as I said earlier, but we're going to have blue ticks. Yep. The account doesn't have a blue tick. It's not us. Yeah. I think that's fair to say, yeah, generally, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's so many everyday people send me like Dr. Alex fake accounts. They're generally trying to sell something. I'm not yep. going to speak to you and sell you something. Yeah. <laughs> like Actually, Instagram <laughs> and Facebook have got even worse at deleting them. Mm. So yeah, they they were very good at deleting them, but of course they can get deleted and. 
one minute later start another account. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is. is. We need to do something. Fun. And I, I'm interested to see what the final result of the online harms bill is because yeah. that's taking many different forms. I think lots of aspects do look good. I hope that it goes far enough. I think the realistic thing is the first time round it probably isn't going to go as far as we want. But yeah. at the moment, it's the first of its kind. So I think having something that protects young people is better yeah. than nothing. Let's do our health fact of the week. Yeah. Um, this is this. I, this actually I found not surprising, but I think it is in some ways still shocking. So it's a health fact about body image. Yeah. A, a survey by Better found that a third of men in the UK think that low body confidence has affected their social life. 30% claim it has troubled their love life, and 27% uh, say that it's impacted their mental health. So effectively, it's almost like the rule of thirds there, isn't it? Yeah. Are we becoming more body conscious as men? Or do you think it's always been there? Always loop back to the start of our conversation, really, in a way, but... I don't know. It's like, it's, 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 I can only ever talk about myself. Yeah. I can't talk about half of other people and how they're feeling and body conscious. And I suppose the only thing I can say about this is when people say to me, uh, well, you, your, your body, the way you've got your body, it's not attainable for real men. And that makes me a little bit angry, and I say, what do you think this magically happens? It's if yes, I've, I've you know, both of us are fairly gifted that we're tall, so it's a, you know, it's a good frame to start off with. However, to have that body that I'm happy with, I'm in the gym every night at nine o'clock. I like okay, I do eat, but I watch what I eat, um, and I'm conscious that it, it's hard work to get to that. I'm not saying, and that's what. All I can say is like when people say it's, and I say that is attainable to anyone to do. That's not magic. That is gym, that's hard work. Um, that's being aware of what I'm putting in my body. So I do think that, I think if, with men is kind of slightly different to women, I can, be, I can talk on behalf of men, that they can achieve if they want a more muscular physique and be healthy. Yes, it's hard work, but you can achieve it. Um, whether you're happy, I've got to say to myself is I'm happier when I'm healthy. I'm happier when, and, and I'm happier when I'm training. Training to me is an escapism. Walking to me is escapism. And that leads to, I suppose, being in the shape I am. And that's how I'm, that's, that's my body confidence. You know, that's the way I'm most confident. I'm not a confident, I can see that because actually what you're talking about there is, you know, when, when the kids are born I, and I, you, know, you, you are, we are manically busy at the moment, is I wasn't consuming the calories, the calories I needed. Um, we, you know, tiredness, you know, sleep is such an important factor. And I wasn't going to the gym as much. So I then was, didn't have the body that I wanted. Uh, I was getting, I was losing weight, I was skinnier, and I absolutely hate that. And my confidence <laughs> was reduced. You know, I was, they, people were saying, can we do these campaigns or can we shoot this? And I was like, I'm not in great shape at the moment. So no, I don't want to. And I wasn't confident. So I can, I can. And I guess do. with the part, I'd, there's two, there's just two thoughts I have on that. I guess one part is like, it also depends what you define as shape. Because I guess it's what you believe you want to look like, isn't yeah, it? And I guess yeah. that some of the yeah. issues are maybe that we're telling people that a way that someone looks as how that's that's what you want to aim for but yeah. some of that won't be a table for example like i know because i have seen i actually said it on the jonathan ross show many years ago that you kind of 
uh, yeah, you might prepare for some campaigns, but you generally stay fit and strong all the time. So yep. that's kind of like, that's you. But there's yep. a lot of models who will, you know, do fasts three weeks down, they cut the calves, yep. they strip yep. right down, their water deplete, then the photo's edited. Yep. So it's not actually an attainable image. Do you see what I mean of some of it? I'm not uh, saying... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I suppose I understand that point of view as well. I understand mm. that point. It's not... You're talking about a very, yeah, I mean, attainable, again, that is attainable if you want to do that, but you're not going to have but to do that all be, the time. You've got to be willing it's, to make it's, that it's sacrifice It's extreme that, to do yeah. that, exactly. Yeah. And sportsmen do that. We're talking yeah, about yeah, models yeah. of body image. There's still you know, sportsmen that have to do that, sportsmen and women, that live like that every day. Like boxers, I guess, who have to train. Absolutely, but they, you know, you, you know, they train up to a fight, and then yeah. uh, you know, there's a, a plateau of where they haven't much been training, and then they'll increase the training again. And certainly what we're doing, you know, that's what I do in the fashion industry. If I know I've got light blue coming up, of course, yeah. four months, three months before yeah. that is I go into higher training mode. Well, I think what's great is that you're, you're actually being quite open about what you do to look the way you look. Because I think with the mismatch and problems arise when, you know, and like you said, you, what you said, you get frustrated when people say, oh, is it attainable? I think people just need to understand the work that goes into look a certain way. Like I think The Rock says he spends about six hours a day on his body between eating and training yeah. in his day to maintain yeah. his his size and physique. Yeah. There may or may not be other factors that go into his size and physique, who knows? Yeah. But it's a huge sacrifice. And I think that is the problem is when people think that oh, I can just do, you know, 20 minutes in the gym and eat whatever I want, I'm going to look that way. Yeah. You need to understand that there is a sacrifice if you want to look. Do. And Alex, we also have to look at the fact that in Europe, we are the most obese nation. And you as a doctor understand about the complications of obesity. And, you know, I was reading the facts of how McDonald's profits have increased so much because of now people can get Deliveroo or get it delivered to their door. So even fast food now, we don't even have to get off our armchairs to go and eat fast food, it gets delivered to your door. And that to me is probably the worrying thing more than anything, is you know, we're not creating something that can be attainable, it's just, it. but let's talk about health. I mean, obesity is not a great thing and it's something we have to, improve we'll go back to the education of children in schools you know i'd, I'd rather have learned about nutrition yeah sure Pythagoras theory which i'm still not quite sure i've ever used yet <laughs> um and and that's the difference i i, I but that's why you know, I, I won't advertise fizzy drinks yeah i do you know, i'm i'm an influential person young people probably do look at what i do and ask me questions and i can't be that person that advertisers vitabiotics and say on you know, go on podcasts and say this is how much I train and then you'll see me advertising ice creams and fizzy yeah, drinks sure, which I don't sure, eat sure. you know or, or which well, I don't. Well there's a great moment where um, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo moves that fizzy drink bottle out of the front of him yeah, and, and, and it was kind of it was amazing because he's, he's quite right if you put that in front of me kids are gonna think I drink he said I don't drink that stuff yeah I don't drink I drink water he said no. aqua doesn't it agua yeah and, and you're you're you know you're I suppose you're setting example at the end of the day, and um, that can, uh, it can, in many ways, uh, you know, it's, I mean, I see a lot of Hollywood stars, and, you know, I won't name names, but advertising fizzy drinks and advertising, yeah. I think you're so influential, and if you're telling me that you eat and drink all that, that's, but there's paychecks in the way, of course, and that can, and I don't know people's situations, you know, we, I won't ever criticise. I don't criticise people for doing it because I don't know their financial situations. They may need to do it. So I'm all too critical about everything nowadays. Why yeah. I never criticise anything that anyone yeah, ever yeah. wears ever. You know, when people ask me, well, who got it wrong? Who got it right? I said, everyone gets Whatever. it right and wrong all the time. And 
who am I to judge what anyone wears? Are you yeah. confident in that? Good, good for you. I might not like it, I might not be able to put it off, but I love people who have self-confidence in being slightly different to everyone else. And I think good for that. So well, I think that's, that's, a, that's a fantastic note to end on. Own your own your sense of difference. And, uh, <laughs> don't judge people too much. <laughs> Thank you, David Gandhi. It's been fantastic to have you on the Stompcast. I hope everyone's uh, enjoyed. Of course, check out the Wear range. I'm sure you will have already, um, given what we've talked about. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us on the Stomp today. Take care and goodbye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 